When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Oh, I'm so happy to be back recording a new episode. I feel like it's been a little while, um, and if you want to know a little bit about why it's been a little while, you can definitely um, take a listen, really quick listen to um, the episode I posted um, before this. It is... Um, very short um, explanation of kind of what happened with one of my previous chit chat recaps that I was doing for um, a currently airing drama. So if you want to hear a little bit about that, just check out that previous episode. But I today will be talking about a drama that I um, did a first impressions on. Um, as you can see by the title, it's going to be about Vincenzo on Netflix. It is currently airing. We're only at about, um, I think, six episodes. I think we're right at six. I think it's going to be a total of 20 episodes. So this isn't a midpoint review. I'm actually going to do a chit chat recap uh, or chit recap chat <laughs> about Vincen- uh, Vincenzo. I'm going to go through um, episodes three, four, five, and six kind of haphazardly just giving you kind of some happenings that you know took place but also my comments and kind of reactions to some of those happenings I um if you listen to my first impressions you may recall that I was not the (laughs) nicest (laughs) when it came to some elements of Vincenzo uh, that I kind of noted in the first two episodes. And it wasn't that I wasn't being nice. It was simply that I was confused. um, And in my confusion may have came off as critical. (laughs) So, you know, that was all on me. But I will still say that there are elements of the, you know, that I noted in the first, uh, in my first impressions about Vincenzo that are kind of still, my opinion about it is still the same. Um, I was really confused about some of the really comedic um, characters and moments and kind of asking and wanting more of the dark side of like a mafia-esque drama. And boy oh boy (laughs) did things change really quickly in episode three so I will say that my opinion changed as far as me being you know I was originally concerned that I wasn't even going to finish the drama I think I said something like that in the first impressions so I can definitely say that I am watching Vincenzo I am gonna be completing this drama hopefully um as it has definitely got me um, hooked, <laughs> to say the least. I will say those first two episodes definitely didn't do do the rest of the episodes justice. Um, there were some things there in that first two episodes that kind of just like, I, you know, n- no, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. And I was going to say that in my midpoint review, I don't like it, you know, if I did a midpoint review. Um, and I just was... I was just unsure that was ever gonna that was gonna be something that changed um but 
But what happened in these most recent episodes, what happened was that the plot really thickened and it kicked up really quickly. And that darkness and uh, mafia-esque um, ness <laughs> that I was looking for and hoping for definitely showed its face, um, reared his ugly head in episode three. And I was happy about it. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I am very happy with the turn and the way that it has, um, transitioned thus far. And then it also made me think about how I know this budget had to be really, really big as far as just, I think there's a lot of the money put it, they put a lot of money into this drama. Um, and it's showing and I'm again, I think I'm very happy with what I'm seeing so far, but I will go ahead and just bring up again on my first impressions. I remember leaving off. So I'm giving myself some credit in my first impressions because I was being a little harsh, you know, listing all the things that I was just kind of confused about and wasn't sure and didn't like. And then I did say at the very end there that there were two things or two characters that had me um, interested and wanting to find out more. And that is to me, a genius move in everything you have to do to kind of keep people watching. Um, and that's not even just for, you know, television. It also can be for a movie or, you know, for a book you're reading, you kind of have something in that beginning that really does leave the, you know, audience wanting to know more about just remain curious. Cause sometimes that's all you need. And that for me was definitely, um, the two characters, um, as in Cho I think it's Choi Myung-ki. Her name is Myung-ki. Um, that character, as well as the, I said, the CEO or the chairman, um, who is um, Jang Hanso. So Hanso, his character, I was like, there's something going on with that character. He's supposed to be, you know, very weird and not weird. I'm sorry. Um, I use that word a lot. But he's supposed to be very eccentric and um, people called him, you know, kind of mad and kind of, you know, crazy. And I wanted to know a little bit more about that. And then Younghee, her character, I thought she wasn't. She's a prosecutor, now a lawyer in another in a another firm, law firm, um, Babel's law firm, which was I think it's Wusang, 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 um, Wusang law firm. And what I noted about her character was like, oh, she doesn't see, I said this in my first person, I was like, she doesn't seem like a bad guy. She doesn't seem like the villain. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of why she's joining the, you know, Wusang um, law firm, which is, you know, they're the bad guys working with Babel or ba- Babel, 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 Babel. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Babel. And so I was like, you know, I don't know why she would join them and da 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 da. And I was interested to see kind of like what was going to happen with her character. Um, and then I also said something else that I was looking forward to watching. And that was the um, kind of relationship between Hong Yu-chan, who is the lawyer and the father of, um, uh, what is her name, of Cha Young who's a lawyer in um, the Wusong law firm. So I wanted to know a little bit more about Yu Chan and 
um, Vincenzo's relationship. I said that they already look like they're going to be a cool team together. I like how they were bonding. I just thought they had a good, and I said his character, Yuchan, I said his character was the only character that I was completely sold on. I said that in the first, uh, first impressions. I said, I really like his character. He seems the most, uh, you know, interesting and in that he's not all over the place and weird and, you know, just what is happening with him. You know, I didn't, I knew what his, what his kind of goals were. I understood what, where he was coming from and I was supporting him. So I was very interested in Yu Chan's character and his relationship with Vincenzo. I said, I think they're going to be a great team working together to kind of beat these big bad guys. And I was excited. So those were the three things that I was, I, I said at the, you know, at the end of episode two that I was kind of interested in and I was willing to stick around to figure out more about those, those three things. So <laughs> episode three happened and I definitely learned a lot about each and every one of those three things right off the bat. So, um, this is where the re- recap is going to go. Um, I'm going to, again, do just random happenings in each of these episodes. I'm not going to go into tons of detail, just kind of here and there, here and there. But I'm going to try to give you a little bit um, of the main points of each episode. So I'm going to go straight into episode three. And if you need a summary refresher on what is Vincenzo, please listen to my first impressions. I do a really, a really good job of, I guess, maybe not a really good job, but I do um, supply a synopsis about what the drama is about, give you some thoughts on the first two episodes so you kind of know what to expect. Um, So definitely check that out if you want to just a refresher of kind of what this drama is. But if you are kind of sure you know where you are with the drama, I'm going to jump into my little recap and chit chat. So in episode three, uh, we see... Um, that Vincenzo has just pulled off this great um, moment of basically saving the the apartment complex more time before being bulldozed. He kind of gets it called off. The demolition demolition um, demolition called off um, that night. They were supposed to tear down the whole place, and he saved them some time by throwing a nice. Um, party for the Italian ambassador. So that was cool. And you definitely see after that, you know, that Chai Young, she kind of is a little impressed by and little not only is she impressed, but she's also interested in, you know, what Vincenzo is about. And she seems to kind of, you know, have a little different opinion of him after that night. But he does um kind of save them and buy them more time the apartment complex. After that, um, we see that they're not so happy. You know, the big bad wolves again are Babel, the company, as well as Wusong law firm, who are the, you know, who's the, the, the law firm that's helping them do and hide all their dirty work. So there's, you know, they're not completely happy that, you know, things are, things are taking place on the back end that involve <laughs> some things with a with the people who work for Babel and this kind of pharmaceutical um, company, these doctors and scientists who are working under very um, extreme situations where they're handling very dangerous um, drugs of some kind that 
are basically making them sick and killing them. And they know if they once they put this on the market, it's going to kill tons of other people. But it's all about the money. But the you know these scientists are working on this and being susceptible to you know their own kind of bodily harm because of these narcotics or drugs. And there's one of the um, one of the men who was a doctor there. He actually escapes. <laughs> and we see that kind of interaction in the episode, you know, end of episode two. But it really means a lot in this third episode because while he's escaped and he basically meets with um, um, Yu Chan, he meets with Yu Chan, the lawyer who's ready to fight for the little guys and go against, you know, this big bad um, babble um, pharmaceuticals. He is, you know, he meets with this this doctor or scientist who runs away with some information about, you know, what's really happening in there and how it's going to kill tons and tons of people. And after meeting with him about that, you know, he feel Yu Chan feels comfortable or confident that he has enough here to kind of really build his case against Babel. So, you know, the scientist is in hiding. Only person who knows where he is is um, Yu Chan, um, the lawyer, his lawyer. And then all the while that's happening, you also have Yu Chan's daughter, who is currently in this episode, um, Cha Young. She is the daughter of a, you know, a daughter, his daughter. I'm sorry. She is. Um, did I say Yu Chan? I meant Cha Young. <laughs> Chai Young currently works at Wusan Long Firm, which is the, you know, big bad law firm. And she is the person who kind of loses <laughs> the doctor. And she's, you know, she's kind of stressed about the fact that she's not going to tell anyone that he's missing, but she knows she's got to find him because that's a part of her case, you know, their case against, you know. Babel's case. So she's, you know, going to do that. So you have the father there who is fighting for the little guys, who is trying to go against this big bad company while his daughter is there protecting the big bad company, fighting for them. And it's kind of like, seriously, you know, what went wrong for her to, you know, be on that side of things and not on his side. So that was a little frustrating as far as like, for me, it was a little frustrating watching kind of that dichotomy as, um, you know, daughter and father, but also daughter and father are, you know, on opposite sides. And yet the daughter, she... And you're trying to basically, I feel like I was trying to figure out why she would want to be up on opposing sides to her father. And we do get a little bit of information about that um, regarding um, something that happened when she was growing up and her mother and basically him working himself to the bone and basically abandoning his her mother and her for this job, for this being a lawyer and working for all these other people, but not you know, working for her and her, you know, her mother in a way and not standing by them and kind of, you know, fostering that and said he was always on the run trying to fight for these other people. And, you know, it makes him seem like, okay, now we know he wasn't, you know, the best father in that regard. And it was kind of frustrating, you know, to see like, oh, he's not as perfect as I thought he was. <laughs> I really loved you, John. He was great. So I, you know, it was kind of, you know, eye opening to see like, oh, okay. So that's where the, the breakdown in their relationship came from. And that was understandable. You know, I definitely got it. I, you know, 
I understand that. So going from there, you have um, Vincenzo also um, is at the point where he's still trying to figure out how he's going <laughs> to. He basically is like, how am I going to get my money from underneath this apartment building? He's still in that process. And then you also have um, Vincenzo kind of working with Yuchan to kind of bring down um, Babel because he thinks that could, it's connected to protecting his building, which he needs, you know. So he's working with Yuchan and Yuchan notes something. And this is really this was really moving. He notes something about Vincenzo and to the point where you're like, oh, he he. Um, sorry, Yuchan works as a kind of public defender for um, Vincenzo's mother who abandoned him years ago. And basically the reason why he was raised in, in Italy. She is, you know, in jail and she's sick and dying. And yet um, Yuchan, he continues to visit her and continue to push her to fight for her case so she can be free and get you know the health you know help she needs and all of that but she refuses and she thinks of it as a way of you know being punished because of her abandonment of her son uh, when he was young i.e Vincenzo so Yuchan actually you know gets a call that she's in the hospital and he you know is rushing to her but before he does that he invites Vincenzo along he said please come with me you know just help you know just come with me so we know from the first two episodes that Vincenzo knows who his mother is knows where she is he's aware of all of that and so when he is dragged you know to the hospital he kind of is awkward and he doesn't really want to be there um and he kind of just is like, oh, I got to leave. I, you know, just, you know, he doesn't want to be there. And you're kind of wondering, like, why did he make Vincenzo come? Like, it didn't even make sense of why he made him come. And he doesn't explain that, obviously, in that scene. But, you you know, you kind of guess, like, oh, maybe there he knows something. And sure enough, that is revealed in this episode that um, Yuchan had already figured out that Vincenzo, that was his mother. And he wanted her, he wanted him to see her and her him in a way because she's sick and she's, you know, and he doesn't know how much more time she has, or I think he does tell him how many, how much time she has, but he, you know, wanted them to kind of have that little connection, that little moment. And I thought that was great, even though at the moment they didn't know what they, you know, they didn't know that's what was happening. Um, so again, Yuchan's amazing. <laughs> and, um, and I'm highlighting all these moments of how wonderful Yuchan is, even in the midst of him being not the best father. He was still amazing. Um, that was the whole point of his character because, um, yeah, because this episode three really um, gets to something there. So, and let me keep going. So then you have, while all of this is happening, you also have Myung-hee and Cha Young going kind of, ne- you know, back to back. Um, you know, they they can't stand each other off the bat. Um, Cha Young can't stand the idea that Myung-hee joins the law firm with, you know, not enough experience as a lawyer. She's coming from the prosecutor side of things, I believe. And so she's kind of like, how did she just jump in and have this high, you know, position in this law firm when she doesn't have the experience, you know, and I have all this experience. So she just cannot stand um, Young-Hee. But Young-Hee has a connection with, um, she has a huge, I mean, she's basically, I guess, BFFs. I don't know how they really know each other, but she's basically brought in um, by 
um, Hyung Sok, who I'm sorry, I think it's Han Sung Yok. He is the lawyer, the head, like a lawyer, if not the owner of uh, Wusung Law Firm. So he brings her in. So they have that connection and she gets this high position and Chai Young's not having it. So they're just going, you know, eyeing each other down the whole time. They're ready to basically, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But they have some harsh words for one another. So all that is also happening in, you know, Chai Young's life. But we can't forget that this is also in the midst of the escaped um, researcher or a scientist who has, you know, been on the run to this point and basically needs to testify against Babel in the next upcoming trial. Um, and that's something that, you know, Yuchan is working on. That's something he needs from him, Yuchan. And so, um, I'm, I don't know why I'm taking so long to get to this point about episode three, but let's just get to the point. All of this is happening when, I don't even, I don't know. I had a hard time with episode three because um, the researcher is on the run. And once Myung-Ki has basically joined the Wusong law firm, she goes into um kind of like I have to dominate this situation I gotta make sure that Babel um gets what they did what they want that what the CEO wants because she wants something from the CEO she wants to bring down her old prosecutor um I'm sorry did you hear that she wanted to bring down the old prosecutor um office that she worked for she wants to bring them down and she's like you know if I get the connections with the um you know the CEO of Babel that will be how I'll do that so she basically comes into her new position at the law firm with the idea that I have to do whatever Babel wants and whatever it takes to make sure that their image is not ruined and that we win our case. So I'm going to do everything I must do. And when I say everything I must do, she does everything she must do. And that involves murdering people. I mean, that's the level she goes to. And this is something that blew my mind because I said in the first two episodes, I was like, oh, she doesn't seem like a bad guy when she's just the whole villain. I mean, like the entire villain. Um, So that was, wow, that was great. So to find that out in episode three, like, okay, here's her character. So she basically knows that the escape researcher, she has to find out where he is and get him taken care of. Um, In the process of getting him taken care of, she also might need to take care of the lawyer who already has contact, been in contact with this researcher and has gotten information from that researcher and is trying to save that researcher and um, also may be the father of Chai Young, who, you know, she can't stand. So this is when she puts a hit out. She literally puts a hit out uh, for... Um, the researcher as well as um, Yu Chan. And 
boy, did I not see that coming when that came. I tell you, I had no idea. I could have sworn Yuchan and Vincenzo were going to be fighting the big bad guys together. And it was just going to be greatness. And that is not, unfortunately, the case. Um, So she puts a hit out for them and she calls them her crystal balls these people that she knows can find any information she needs and basically once they find that information she goes in they go in and take care of what they need to take care of so while her crystal balls are taking care of the researcher you also have Vincenzo and Yuchan having a drink together, um, just them two in like a little pub. And I mean, literally it was just them two. I thought that was unique that it was just them. But they're like sitting there and, and drinking and they're discussing, you know, the babble situation, the drug situation, as well as um, Vincenzo's mother's situation as far as, you know, where, how he figured out that was his mother and you know what's going on with her sickness and her illness and kind of her trial and her case and things like that so they're having that kind of conversation and while they're having that conversation again a hit has been put out for the researcher so the researcher is on the run for his life and he starts calling frantically um, to Yuchan trying to get in contact with him because he has his kind of materials and his research that he had done that he'd taken with him so he's running on, on, on the run with that stuff trying to call um, Yuchan and then Yuchan steps away to have a cigarette outside while Vincenzo is left seeing the phone ringing. And Vincenzo does not pick up the phone. He he assumes this is someone that I think he kind of knew it was the the, the researcher that was on the run. And, but he doesn't pick it up. And then as soon as um, Yuchan comes back, he is, you know... He's, you know, like, oh, you, you, you had a missed phone call. And so he hops up, you know, to get ready to take that call. And lo and behold, lo and behold, lo and behold, lo and behold. And a truck comes out of nowhere and basically rams into the little glass, the storefront glass of the little um, pub that they were drinking at. And completely kind of like annihilates the place takes out Yuchan as well as Vincenzo um he's on you know not conscious I mean he's barely conscious at the end there but you see him you know looking over at Yuchan who's lying on the floor completely you know out and you're like no no well and let me not say that I was like no no don't tell me this is what's happening don't tell me this is what's happening and then I also said to myself this is genius. <laughs> this is genius. Why didn't I see this coming? I am so glad that it happened. I think it was genius that it happened. It was perfect that they took out Yuchan's character um, because someone like me who loved him from the very beginning now had all the motivation in the world to see his revenge through. So basically, Vincenzo is now... Um, a revenge story. <laughs> um, but no, at the same time, it's just, it gives you a lot to fight for now and a lot for you to root for. And I'm definitely rooting um, for some things. And episode four definitely reveals what we're rooting for. So um, this has already been a pretty long um, 
episode and it's probably a little bit longer so if you could just bear with me i want to get through four or five and six and i'll try to go a little bit quicker um but i do want to kind of touch on all of this so that we can start next week right on track and not have to feel like we are slamming in all these episodes okay so let's go ahead to episode four so we are introduced in episode four to the fact that Yuchan has been murdered. He is dead. Um, Taeyong is distraught as she should be. And then you also have, um, you have a scene of Myung-hee, her um, meeting with the CEO of, um, can you hear my air quotes? The CEO (laughs) of Babel. And she feels, you know, he's, is impressed by her. You get to see that introduction. He's quite happy with her. And then you also get to see that Vincenzo is alive and he's recovering in the hospital and some kind of, kind of, you know, unconscious state and who's continuing to visit him. Chaeyoung. Chaeyoung is visiting him and she's basically like, I need you to wake up because you were at the scene. You're my witness. Please wake up. And he wakes up. (laughs) So basically he's okay. He gets up and he immediately is on the side of, Oh yeah, I have, I have a, 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 another enemy now. Like I have an enemy I have to take care of his entire mafia side that I was really hoping for that you saw glimpses of as far as like him in Korea, because it, and on my first impressions, I even mentioned how like in Italy, they showed his mafia side. The minute he came to Korea, he was getting robbed and, um, you know, on the streets. And he just seemed like, oh, he's a part of the mafia. You know, it was kind of like confusing. And then, you know, you saw a glimpse of it when he basically stood up for the the um, tenants of the apartment against the thugs. He stood up against them and you kind of saw a glimpse of his little mafia, you know, self. But this episode obviously awakens it even more so. So you really get to see Vincenzo at his finest. And his finest, unfortunately, is pretty um, violent and um, ruthless. But at the same time, he's so suave about it. And he's super... and, and, And then at the same time, he's kind of... He's just... He's very suave about it. Like, it's such a mafia-esque kind of... I, I keep saying mafia-esque because he's not really mafia in Korea. So I don't want to call him mafia-mafia. But, like, he's giving you the mafia vibes um, because he keeps his facade up in front of everyone where you think he's just cool, calm, collected, and handsome. And then all the while, he could do some really kind of um, ruthless things behind the scenes. And that's the whole point. You don't know what you're going to get from Vincenzo. And that's what I am really, 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 really loving about um, his character. And so you definitely see that in episode, um, episode three. But the point is that... Um, Cha Young, as well as Vincenzo, they don't really know who's did this, you know, like who would, you know, they know kind of generally who did it, but they're like, you know, we need to figure out who did this. And this is all while, you know, happening with the tenants and the building. He still hasn't had any resolution about that, as in he needs to save them from being demolished. And yet he also needs to save them so that he can get them gone and demolish the building so he can get what he needs, which is underneath the building. So there's a lot of different things that's going on with Vincenzo when he wakes up from his, you know, you know, short coma. And then he has to deal with the fact that someone that he was, you know, 
befriending Yu Chan has just been murdered cold-bloodedly while he was there, you know. And then you have he's also left with Cha Young, his daughter, who's you know looking to him for something now. She's looking to Vincenzo for some kind of assistance and just at least kind of helping her figure out who could have done it. And also the fact that he was the witness, he was there. So that's something there. Um, and then you also have the fact that um, Chai Young is done with the law firm like she's over it she knows there's something going on she knows this is connected to Babel which her law firm supports and helps um do dirty work so she is you know over it she's like I'm I quit I want to get out of here and you know Myungki's like bye get out of here that this was the part of the point you know like why I murdered your father which is horrific and what it's still scary because she still doesn't like She's such a bad guy. She is such a bad guy. Um, and she's just as kind of heartless and ruthless as you, you know, think Vincenzo can be. But he, you know, she's she's giving him a run for her, his money for sure. And, you know, she let, you know, she's like, I quit. I got to go. She goes. But um, she does threaten her, I think, before she leaves. Myungki um, even says something like, you know, basically, I can have have you gone I can have you killed. She doesn't say killed too, but like she says something along the lines of that. And it's just like, come on, you just murdered her father. And now you're talking about taking her out. Like you're evil. Like there's no redeeming qualities about Myung-hee. She has to go. Like there's none whatsoever. There's no way she can come back from killing my Yu-chan. There's no way she can come back from this. But okay, so either way, Chan Young quits her law firm. And in this process, she is also, you know, now thinking about like, oh, I have to close up my father's law firm. And which is, you know, his law firm is housed in this kind of apartment complex. And so the tenants also are a part of this kind of community that her father was in. Um, and so, you know, they're like, are you really closing it? You know, and they're like, what's going to happen to our case? Which he was the lawyer helping them fight uh, to save, you know, their homes and things like that. And so and she's like, I don't, I don't know. You know, like, she's like, I don't have time for this. I really don't. And she's, you know, preparing to clean up and do away with her father's law firm but um when she and I don't remember when this happens but I know that Vincenzo all the while is still kind of trying to figure out who and who did what and he kind of remembers like the truck driver and he is starting to see like okay I think I know where to, I, I think I know where I can go from here to kind of figure out how to to kind of start finding the person who really really did this, and um, I I think that there's something else that happens once. Oh, what was it that happened with Myunghee? Thinks that yeah, like so it's it's almost that um, Myung Cha Young is thinking that she's going to close down. Um, her father's law firm and she ends up not doing so and saying you know what I'll take over his cases most of his cases I'm gonna do what I can do um and then Vincenzo who is already you know 
livid about everything decides that he's going to start sending, you know, some messages. Like he's like, I got I got some things going on that I want to figure out. And one of them is that he basically sends like a, I want to say like, you know, Godfather dead horse <laughs> in the, you know, bed kind of moment to the CEO. And they all think that, um, Chow Young does it, does it like the, you know, the, the law firm, you know, they're like, who would have did that? And sure enough, they think it's Chow Young that she has a reason for doing that. However, that's not who did it. It is Vincenzo. And they don't know that, of course. So they lock her up and, you know, like literally lock her up and think she's, you know, and she has to go to jail, not go to jail, but she's at the, you know, jail, you know, is it jail house, jail station? What is it? Uh, She's there basically, you know, trying to plead her case and trying to get released. When Vincenzo comes in, he's like, actually, here's her alibi. Let her out. She doesn't, she didn't do anything. And it's because he also knows because I did it. So he had to get her out. And he originally was like, I was going to leave. You know, I thought you was going to be able to handle yourself. Why didn't you handle yourself? And she's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you're the one who let me go in there. You should have just, you know, never let me go in. But she, you know, gets out, ventures on her talk, and she basically is like, I want to, I need your help. I need your help. And Vincenzo's like, no, you can't win against these two because what you need to do, I'm, I don't want you to do those things. As in, there are going to be some dirty, um, horrific things that I'm, you're going to need to do. And I don't want you to go through that. And also, if you see what happened to your father, basically, you, you know, have a bullseye on you. So he tries to talk her out of it, but she's like, nope, I can figure it out. I can get, um, you know, I'll get myself to the point where I need to get to so that I can fight these, you know, the law firm and Babel. So he, he says, okay, let's go. Let's start this process. And this is in episode four and episode five, um, but you know, this is where they begin the real um, revenge plot of how we're going to get to the people that we need to get to to take care of them, as in take care of them. If you know what I mean, um, you can check with Vincenzo if you don't. <laughs> but basically, they meet up with the driver who you know basically was is arrested after running his his truck into you know the the little bar and killing someone so they go to him and they basically get him to talk he spills the bean on another guy and so he finds the guy who is we find out young he's um one of her crystal balls he actually finds she find he finds both of them her her crystal balls and he and um cha young basically and not just cha young they also are now joined by um, Yu Chan's kind of partner, his, you know, partner who worked with him at the law firm. And I think his name is, uh, I don't remember what his name is. Let me see. Well, you know, he's the one with the glasses. So they basically team up together and they set up this whole plot of how they're basically going to 
they're, they use the the two crystal balls to to weed out Myeonggi to find out who is uh, you know over them, and sure enough, this the plot is flawless. I mean, as far as like their you know their plan to to do this is flawless, and Cha Young you know kind of promises Vincenzo like makes Vincenzo promise her like, can we not kill anyone, please though because. I'm just coming off of that and I don't think I want to be a part of that. So he's like, I don't know if I can promise that. <laughs> but he, in his, you can tell he's like, okay, I'm going to make an effort. So their plan includes them pretending to kill these two men and yet, um, and then sending that information to Myunghee and then, you know, that's how they get the contact of the person who actually, you know, delegated or designated, you know, this hit. And sure enough, Vincenzo gets her info, calls her up, and she's in the laundry room, which she always is in. I mean, sorry, the laundry mat. She's always at the laundry mat, and she's doing her little dancing and her aerobics that she does in the laundry mat. And he calls her, and he cuts the light off. And then you see a big truck outside the laundry mat gearing up. And she's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Just to let you know, who you know, like you need to undo all that you've done." And she's like, I won't, whatever. He's like, well, I'm going to let you go. Well, just to let you know what comes with, you know, freedom, you know, is something he says. There's a quote that he says to her and he says it to her multiple times. So it's like she knows it's him who kind of put a hit out on her. So she is, you know, she gets threatened with this truck and he ends up, you know, letting her be. So she's like, oh, no, I got to find out who this person is. She doesn't know it's Vincenzo on the other line, but she knows it's connected to Cha Young in a way. So she's like, I got to figure this out. But also um, after that, in episode four, there is also the other massive thing that they do. They decide that they're going to go to the warehouse where the drug was being stored. And that drug is the drug that, um, you know, is what they're basically fighting against. And there's a memory um, that Vincenzo, you know, remembers of um, Yuchan saying that he would just want all of those, you know, every all of that to just basically disappear and just go away. And so, you know, Vincenzo's, Vincenzo's like, I think I have a plan for that. And they, he, um, as well as Cha Young and other people who were um, clients of Yu Chan, they kind of band together to go sneak into this farm warehouse as like um as like dis- people who are supposed to be like disinfecting the building and all the while they're not disinfecting they're just spraying <laughs> lighter fluid all over the place um and fuel all over the place and then they leave he throws his um his lighter out the out the you know out the window of the van and the entire warehouse goes up in flames and when I say it felt so good watching it go up in flames I say I mean it really was just a wonderful moment wonderful scene loved every moment of it and then you see also um and I don't think I even mentioned this I think I totally forgot to mention this and I don't know why I forgot to mention this but you you basically see it all goes up in flames and you also see the CEO of the um you know of Babel is there and he's like freaking out and he's screaming like oh my goodness oh my goodness and then someone else um pulls up 
at this time and you're like, okay, who's this pulling up? And guess who it is? <laughs> guess who it is? It is Take Young's character, Jun Woo. And you're like, wait, Jun Woo? Jun Woo is the character who, um, he's like a little funny, kind of clumsy intern um, who is kind of, you know, trying to date Chao Young, who was working underneath her. And he, you know, wants to, you know, he also wants to take her out on a date, but she's like, no. And he's really goofy and kind of like clumsy. And so you have this character walk, you know, pull up and he is in a, you know, nice suit all of a sudden. His hair is kind of, you know, combed the nice nicely. And he is looking up at the, you know, the fire like, who did this? And he looks angry. He looks at the, you know, um, the CEO of Babel, who we now find out is not the CEO of Babel. It is instead June Wu, who this entire time has been the kind of puppeteer of everything horrible that this Babel pharmaceutical um, company does. So that was so fascinating to see that. Um, I had no idea. I had no idea this was going to happen. I swear. And that was the end of episode four. And I, you know, was shocked and it was wonderful. It was a great twist. And I just really, really, really enjoyed it. So again, that's back to back in two episodes where things that I had no clue were going to happen, things that were so unexpected, just completely came out of nowhere and blew me out of the water. And this is what I'm talking about. Like where if you're gonna have a, a drama be, you know, mafia and gonna be, you know, with all this kind of intrigue of like dirty things that are done behind, you know, behind this veil, you know, that companies do, you know, I want to see all of that. I really want to see all of that. And I definitely can say they are showing that and more and the characters all have such interesting I and mean, this is I'm, I haven't even talked anything about the tenants because they to me have not been the focal point of like the first you know I'm sorry episode three and four they kind of get some more life and responsibility in the drama definitely in episodes five and six actually I thought they were comic relief was actually very much needed by this point in the drama when originally I was being very, you know, like, oh, why are they trying to, why are they so weird? Why are they being so silly? And why are they so, you know, awkward? I don't understand these characters. It's, this, is, this is too silly. They were so needed, so needed, these two episodes, because after just kind of such an intense two episodes, um, th- three and four, the comic relief was definitely needed. So episode five and six, we definitely keep moving with the plot as far as uh, Vincenzo and Chaeyoung are now at the point where they know who they're fighting in a way. And they know that, um, and something else that they find out in th- in episodes five and six is that there's somebody above um, this CEO that, you know, we now know is Jun Woo, but they don't know that yet, but they know there's someone else there. Um, Chai Young is still friends with Jun Woo. They still have a relationship. She still talks to him, hangs out with him. So, you know, you're kind of like feeling very awkward when you see them communicating because you're like, oh my gosh, don't tell him anything about you guys' plots or plans because he's a person you're literally fighting against. And yet you see him right next to her 
the entire time of this, you know, for episodes five and six. You're like, he's there all the time. And yet he's the main bad guy. Like there's him and then there's Myungki. So the fact that he's playing the, you know, very um, haphazard, you know, clumsy character and yet also the main villain is is so frustrating because you just want everyone to find out it's him you know like no don't believe him he's such a fraud you know (laughs) but in five and you know episode five they basically are still gathering evidence and information so that they can take um you know basically uh, appear in the case um i think it's the case appear in court sorry appear in court for the case of the victims against um babel because that is of course what we know Yunchan was going to do he was preparing you know the researcher to to be a witness and to go to you know go to you know on the stand at this case i mean at this trial unfortunately now that's you know going to be Chai Young's responsibility so they're working to find more you know witnesses and things like that that they can take to the the trial and they come to find out that they're not going to have enough they're like we're not going to have enough we're, we're going to lose this trial so we only thing we can do is get it postponed so they go into the trial with the plan to and when I say it's a plan that is the, where the the tenants come into play and they are hilarious throughout this plan. But it basically is a plan to, um, you know, throw, you know, basically postpone their trial to a later date. And though, let me just say the way that they postpone it are giant hornets. That is, that's it. That's all you need to know. That's how they get the case postponed. So they get that case postponed. Um, and this is, I think, you see most of that in episode five. I'm sorry, episode six. But in episode five, you, you're seeing them prepare all the information that they need to prepare to do so. Um, and they do. They get what they need, but it's, you know, not enough. So when you get to episode six, you actually see the trial, see the giant hornets um, attack the judge. And that's why the judge has to postpone. And they also get to the point where... Um, and you also get to the point where you see that June, uh, Junwoo, did I say his name was Junwoo? Yeah, you get to see him now um, reveal himself to his kind of, you know, his team. And his team is, of course, Myung-hee and the other, um, and the owner of the law firm. So he reveals himself as the real CEO. And, you know, they're, they've been treating him like the, you know, little intern that he was or portraying himself to be. But he's like, nope, I'm not that intern anymore. So just so you know, I'm watching you at every angle. And he really is watching them at every angle. Um, so it's, you know, fascinating to see him work so closely, um, but be so close, but so far away at the same time. So yeah, so episode five and six, I kind of just lunge them together really quickly because I do want to end this episode because I know I've been talking for a really, really long time. So I am going to, you know, stop there with five and six. And when I come back um, to do my kind of chit chat or chit recap chat um, about episodes seven and eight, I will gladly kind of pick up on anything that I missed or didn't, you know, or wanted to say about episodes five and six. But I will say that I am hooked. I am along for the ride. I just want to bring down 
Myung-hee and Jun-woo. I want to get rid of both of them and I can't wait until Vincenzo does that. I know Vincenzo has now sworn off of like mostly killing people, <laughs> but you know, for, you know, you know, for Chinyang's sake, but if it's necessary, Vincenzo, I guess you, you might have to do what you have to do, but either way, it's going so great so much better than I thought it was gonna go I am glad that I've stuck it out and then I'm sticking it out I think it's gonna be a lot to get through 20 episodes of this though because I seem like there's so much going on pretty early on in this drama all of the kind of major big moments I feel like okay we kind of did those all right so I'm interested to see how we're gonna get all the way to 20 episodes I can see 16 but 20 is there gonna come a point you know where they're the plot starts to to dwindle down a little bit and they kind of fall back onto that kind of slapstick comedy aspect. And as we already know, I'm not the biggest fan of that in this drama per se. I do like that in other forms, but in this drama, I don't really need much of it. I like the moments that they gave me in episode five with, you know, um, sorry, episode six, when the tenants kind of had to band together to do this kind of really obnoxious, weird thing to, you know, postpone the trial. But like that, the entire drama, like, I don't need that. Um, And I don't know if that's going to end up happening towards the end of the drama when they kind of resolve everything. And I wonder how long they can possibly pull this out as far as like going to court and you know, losing or winning against Babel because they, they aren't a kind of, you know, it's not a situation. They have not put them up as a, um, as a villain that can just be defeated by, you know, people finding out the truth. Like, I feel like they have to do a little bit more to kind of really help them learn their lessons. So I'm interested to see how we're going to get to 20 episodes and if there are going to be any more major twists and turns that we're going to get to see, because I feel like I said, I feel like a lot of them have already been revealed. So I hope that we get more. Um, but at the same time, I don't want tons just for, you know, twist sake. I do wonder what's going to keep us pulling to see, you know, this fight all the way through to the end. So uh, if you've made it this far, congratulations, you've made it this far. <laughs> this was a long one, even for myself. And this is why I don't like doing super long episodes. because I feel like, you know, people can just drop off at any point. So I'm sorry that this is so long. Uh, but, you know, maybe you're listening to somewhere where, you know, you really just need some background noise and this will be that. Um, but I think that is all I have for this episode. I do not have any kind of sneak previews of upcoming episodes besides the fact that I will be continuing to do my Vincenzo um, chit recap chats. Um, but I, if I do have something new that I'm planning, keep an eye out for that. Um, and I might mention it in my next episode for Vincenzo. So I have some ideas for some things, but I'm not completely sold on them just yet. So just bear with me. And as you may already know, there are going to be some new um, March dramas airing pretty soon. And I will be letting you know which ones I'll be jumping in on uh, when those are starting. And then I also have for sure a midpoint review for Hello Me or Hello It's Me. Still currently watching that drama. So I will definitely give you some updates on that. So that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Love is off.